Hi, welcome back to the It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People podcast. I am Dr. Heidi, your host. It is my mission to provide hope, healing, and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. If you have not been over to my new website, jump on to coachingwithdrheidi.com. I love, love, love it. It's happy and colorful. On the website, there's a couple free downloads. Um, If you haven't been over there, there's a First Step to Freedom workbook. Um, You can download that. That is just a workbook that is thought-provoking for you to start thinking about yourself. Usually, if you are in a toxic environment or some type of toxic relationship, you are the last person on the list. So it just kind of brings you back to center yourself and maybe what you're here for and what you want and what you're doing. Um, Just gives you a little bit of you know, self-discovery thought. Uh, The other download on the website, actually, I don't think it's a download anymore. I think you can actually take it right on the website. It's called the TPA, Toxicity Profile Analysis. That is a lengthy questionnaire. Don't get scared. They're all yes or no questions. But from that questionnaire, you will get the results of mild, moderate, or severe. Okay, you um, will answer these questions in yes or no form of what... Um, different types of toxic traits you have been affected by. You will get the results that say if you are affected mildly, moderately, or severe. Now, again, these aren't set in stone. This just gives you an idea. The results that come in through the website to me um, look a little different. My programs teach 21 of the character traits of the toxic person, and I can see from my end which of the 21 toxic traits you're mostly affected by. So if you're wanting to know a little more about it after you do the free portion, there is an opportunity for you to schedule a consultation with me. And for the holidays, for the podcast listeners, there uh, is a coupon. When you go to pay for the consultation, there's a coupon code POD30, P-O-D 30. That is going to give you $30 off Uh, the consultation to go over your toxicity profile analysis. Um, That consultation will have to be purchased before December 31st because we're doing it as a holiday promotion because everybody's money runs center on the holidays. So we thought maybe that could help some people out. Uh, Keep your eyes out for the announcements, and I'll be doing it on here since most of you um, just listened to the podcast. It will be announced on the Facebook page and on Instagram. So if you're not on my Facebook page or my Instagram, jump over there. Coaching with Dr. Heidi is the name of both of the pages. But the webinar coming up is called Ho Ho Hopeful, and it is surviving the holidays with a narcissistic personality or an emotionally abusive personality or a toxic personality. Uh, That seems to be very helpful if you know in advance what's going to happen. It's not so upsetting when it actually happens. So stay tuned for that webinar. Also stay tuned for the announcement of the online coaching program launch. Uh, What the online coaching program is, because I've had several people this week ask me, um, because people that are in toxic situations don't always have access to um, be able to be on the phone with me to do individual coaching or um, maybe have the resources necessary to be able to coach individually with me, I am getting the program that I teach individually to the private clients written in a self-study format and that will be available for purchase before the end of the year so if you have any questions on that you can email us and we can answer the questions on that there is a pre-register waiting list for that and if you are on the pre-register waiting list for the online coaching program 
Um, when that does come out, the people on the waiting list are going to get a significant, significant discount. You guys are going to be the founding um, clients of the online coaching program. So there'll be a couple perks for the people who purchase it on the first time through. The new, no, the next conference dates are going to be April 5, 6, and 7. And the location is going to be in the St. Louis area. So um, we'll be updating details on that as we get closer. But if you're thinking of wanting to attend the next conference, those are the dates so you can at least get it on your calendar and you know which direction you are going to be traveling. Okay, today um, this podcast topic came completely from an experience that one of my clients had and is having um, over the last couple weeks. And it's about control and why do I feel so out of it. Uh, this is a topic that I think um, I find in the work that I do, it goes in waves. It'll be quiet for a while and I don't know if it's the, the moon cycle or, you know, astrology or I don't even I don't even know all about that but it seems this this particular topic seems to go in cycles but um, I feel like I'm going crazy and the number one thing is I feel like they always win you know um, this particular client that I'm I'm wanting to talk about and she knows I'm talking about her by the way um, had a huge 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 breakdown struggle over the last couple weeks and because of this huge struggle she made forward steps leaps and bounds um, but she really had to do a lot of inner searching and a lot of inner letting go uh, she has been divorced for several months um, no longer living in the same household however living in the same town last week she came to the office she came to my session and she said in tears she said, it is way worse now than it ever was when we were married. And I know this um, particular podcast is going to be geared towards um, the marriage relationship and the splitting up of the marriage relationship and how it has to deal with kids precisely. However, you can translate this into a relationship that does not have children as well. But um, I know it seems like it's better when you're in it than when you finally get out of that. And I'd like to talk about that just a little bit. Let's talk about why she said it feels like it's way worse now than it ever was when we were married. Okay, well, when you are married to a toxic person or you are in a toxic environment, the toxic person uh, gets to control your time. They get to control your schedule. Uh, some people will say, well, they time me when I leave work. They know exactly how long it takes me to get from A to B, you know, so you're scheduled all the time. When you're married, they usually have some control over finances, money, and bill paying. When you're married to a toxic person, they like to control your friends and who you hang out with and who you spend time with. They like to control how much you see your family and how they let you perceive your family. They control your emotions. They control if you're happy. They control if you're sad. They control if you're crying. They control if you're anxious. They basically control all of the essentials of your life. They control your decision making. 
right? So when you're married or when you're in a close relationship, they are pretty much in control of everything because as we've talked about, controlling toxic people control. That's how they feel secure is to control others and the situations around them. So now let's talk about what the difference is between when you're married and when you're not married. They can no longer control what you do with your time. They can't time you coming home from work. They can't dictate whether you're cooking or cleaning or taking care of the kids or paying attention to them. They can't control your money because the divorce should have had that split. They may not like the split, but they don't control what you spend your money on. They can no longer control who your friends are and who you spend your time with. They can't control at all how much time you spend with your family or what they think of your family. They can't control your emotions anymore. You get up and you get to be happy if you want to be happy and it doesn't matter what mood they're in. They don't get to control your life anymore and they don't get to control your decisions anymore. So tell me what that leaves. The only thing that they still have control over is that your kids and the time that you have with them and how how you like to value it. The one thing you cherish most is the one thing that they are not going to let go of. Again, why? Because you love your kids and it is the only means that they have left to hurt, control, manipulate, humiliate, boss you around, exclude you, bribe you away, bribe away from you and break your heart with. That is why it seems so much worse now than when you were married. And many times, if this is your present situation, for my client this week, completely defeated, completely hopeless, and absolutely felt like she was ready to give up. This is usually a point where in my coaching sessions, I'll say, okay, here we go. This is the decision-making point. They've been embarrassing you or the children in public by disrespecting you. They pretend to be very compassionate parent while they're out in public, while they badmouth you to people who are mutual friends of your acquaintance or acquaintances with you or the kids. They bombard you with texts, emails, and voicemails with constant demands, requests, threats, criticisms. They are keeping your kids from you, dropping them off late, um, picking them up early, uh, continuing to demand, damage your reputation. They're telling the kids untruths or disrespectful things about the other parent. They try to get others on their side so that you are alone or you feel alienated. They insist that you are a bad, disgraceful parent to the kids and to others. They, threat, they threaten with the law and lawyers against you to frighten you. And they love telling lies about you to the kids. All the while, really all you want is your children safe and your children happy. Which keeps you jumping through hoops just as if you were still together. Now, even though you're not together, you must behave in the same manner as you did in order for them to comply and grant you the time with the children that you should really already have. So because the children are the only thing that they can get you with, it 100% of the time will be the thing that they will get you with. Does that sound familiar? 
this client of mine was beside herself. And I totally get it. The anger, I know about it. I get it. I feel it. And I could feel it in me when she was expressing it in the office because I remember what it was like. The revenge, I know the feeling of I want revenge. The accountability, I just want someone to hold them accountable. I know. I know exactly how you feel. I get it. Newsflash, however, and I had to tell her this, in the words of a Disney movie, stop wishing for more wishes. Was there a day in your marriage that you could control what they were doing? Or was there a day in your relationship that you felt like you were the one that was in control? If not, then what on earth would make you think that leaving or divorcing them would change that? They are who they are. I hear it all the time. Yay, finally, I filed for divorce. I'm so glad this is over. Finally, I broke up with them. I'm so glad this is over. Well, I will tell you one thing. That is not over. That is just the beginning. Because that is when they really start feeling that I'm losing control. And they kick it up a notch. So if you couldn't control them when you were married, why would you think that not being married would give you any higher chance of controlling them or what they do. That's why you left, right? That's why you got out of it. That's why you had to get out for your sanity and because you weren't in control of anything. So guess what? She still felt like she was not in control of anything, which was not entirely true. However, the kids are your kids and we would do anything for them. So we would give up a lot for our kids' safety and our kids' happiness. But expecting a toxic person to be different is expecting way too much. Just because you broke up with them or divorced them, why are we all of a sudden expecting them to be nice? You have to start predicting and assuming that they will continue to be the same controlling, manipulative person that they have always been. And you have to learn how to deal with it. We already know that we cannot change them. We talk about it on every podcast. We can only change how we react to them and how we let their actions and words affect us. In other words, you need to figure out how to make the best of a really, really bad situation. Now, you can continue to allow them to dictate your life through the kids, jump through hoops, bend over backwards, and hope that you'll be able to have visitation and that hope that he'll give them to you or hope that she'll drop them off when she's supposed to. Or you can figure out what you can control and forget about the rest. You can continue to waste your time, your energy, and your life on the toxic people if you want to. Or you can figure out how to move forward knowing you will never co-parent with this person. You will never get along with this person and you will never have control because that's exactly how it was when you were together. Sounds like it sucks, doesn't it? Well, it kind of does. But things that most people don't understand when you're going through a divorce. And this client asked me specifically if I would include this in the podcast. Um, She was not ready to be a guest on the podcast, but she will be at the beginning of the next year. She's going to um, come on the podcast when things get a little bit more organized. But she did 
ask if I would say this. It does kind of suck because the thing you don't understand in leaving a toxic person when you have kids is parenting plans, visitation schedules, and shared expenses are nothing but a piece of paper that the court draws up assuming that two parents can get along, work out their differences, and co-parent their children. Well, if I'm talking to people like my client on this podcast, that does not work with her. A toxic person does not care about authority, courts, judges, policemen, or paperwork. And you know what? At the end of the day, judges don't either. Parenting plans, visitation schedules, and shared expenses are civil matters. They are too busy. It is not going to look good on parents if they keep going back to court because two grown people can't decide and can't agree on where to pick the kids up and what time. They get very sick of that. So it's it's going to be something that you have to figure out. And it is not anything that can be legally binding. It's just a piece of paper. It says, yeah, I'll pick them up at five and I'll drop them off at six. And because we've signed it, we assume that normal people are going to follow it because it's an agreement. Not a toxic person, not a narcissistic behavior, not somebody with narcissistic behavior. They don't care about a piece of paper, just like they don't care about a restraining order. That's a piece of paper. That is not going to stop them from doing what they need to do to control the situation so they feel powerful. The sad thing is, is you have to surrender the things that you cannot control. The toxic person's behavior, you can't control it. You cannot control the toxic person's words. You can't control what comes out of their mouth to you, to the kids, or to anybody else. What they do with the kids on their time, you can't control that. Who they have their kids around, or who they have your kids around when when it's their time to have the kids. How they speak to you, you can't control. How they speak to your kids, you can't control. You don't like it, but you can't control it. So I'm here to tell you, it's time to toughen up and move forward. And this is the same thing I told my client, and she knew it was coming. She knew that's what my answer was going to be. She just struggled on how to do it. Leave the toxic person to do what the toxic person does. And if you've left them by divorcing or left them by breaking up, they are in your past. Let's leave them in the past. Yes, if you have kids, it's a little bit more difficult to go no contact, but there is plenty of ways to get around letting them affect you. Be the strongest, loving, caring, supportive example while you have the kids and pray your head off when you don't have the kids. Your job is to be a parent to the children, not to continue a war with the other parent in front of the children. So be the best parent you can when you have them and move forward with your life when you don't have them. This was a week of reality check for this client of mine, but at the end, she began to understand. She agrees there is a definite line between what you can and you can't control. And her realization was that she had to let go of what she couldn't control. She wrote down a list of the things for me that she realized that she could control and what she couldn't control. And in this list was what I can control. I can now control my emotions. Although I'm still working on it, I know they're mine and I get to choose them. I can control 
my physical interactions with my former. It doesn't have to escalate because I can control that. I can control how often I speak about my former to my kids and to other people because even speaking about them gives them attention and drains my energy. I can control setting boundaries in all areas of my life. I can control my career and the success of it. I can control my other relationships and my other friendships. And I can control how I act when I have my kids and the person that I want them to see me become. The things I can't control, she said, were what my former says, what my former does, what others believe or think about me. I can't control making him pay for hurting me and the kids. I can't put him in his place and I can't get revenge. I cannot stop his mean behavior legally or otherwise. I cannot stop how he, or I cannot control how he raises the kids. They are half his and I have to accept that. And I can't control if others don't like or approve of how I'm living my life. Talk about forward motion. This was like a light switch. Not that she and you and anybody in this situation is not going to have times that the madness and the anger and that I wish I could get revenge are going to come rushing back because it will over and over and over. But you are not going to let it affect your life the same way that it did before. So what I'm suggesting, if you're finding yourself in a situation where you feel like it is, it is, you're helpless and you're hopeless and they always win, I suggest you get a poster board or two pieces of paper, write what I can control on the top of one and what I cannot control on the top of the other one and keep a stack of post-it notes next to it and start separating the things you know you can control and the things you know you can't control. And then you concentrate on the things that are stuck to the paper that says things I can control. And the things that are on the paper that says cannot control, you leave there and you forget about it. Because only in controlling the things you can control is how you heal and how you move forward and how you regain your life. So control and why do we feel like we are so out of it? It's because we keep mixing up what we can control and what we can't control. And it makes a massive frenzy of panic. And you've all been there. I've been there. The frantic feeling of nothing in my life is in control. Start separating it. Can I control it? Yes. Can I not control it? No. Concentrate on the controlling and you will start feeling in control. So I really appreciate you guys listening today and I absolutely thank my client for helping me out with this. You will meet her at the beginning of of next year. Um, stay tuned. In a couple of days, we're doing a podcast with Melissa. Um, some of you met her on the Country Roads Take Me Home podcast. We are going to be answering some questions 
um, about growing up with a narcissistic parent. As you know, Melissa is one of my team members. You can see her on the website. She did have a couple questions come into her after we did the Country Roads podcast. So that will be the next one. Again, you can reach me through Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page, Coaching with Dr. Heidi Instagram, or there's an email on the coachingwithdrheidi.com website. Thanks, and I will talk to you soon.